Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. All right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your podcast download and your radio broadcast. Now, what we're, we're talking about today is we're teaching you how to vaccinate yourself against the 48 Laws of Power. Now, the 48 Laws of Power is a best-selling book that teaches irrefutable human laws that people have used to gain power in the world of business on the planet Earth. However, all of the laws of power are not laws of power that I would agree with. So you say, well, how do you do that? Any of the laws of power that conflict with my Judeo-Christian faith, then I would want to vaccinate you against those moves. Any of the moves that are parallel with my Christian faith, I would definitely be okay with using those moves. So I'm walking you through the 48 laws of power, but I want to make sure we get what a vaccination is. A vaccination is basically where you take a, a small amount of whatever the disease, the disease is and you, you expose yourself to that disease. And that, that, that's what keeps you from dying from the disease because it, it creates an exposure to the disease, a limited exposure, which has been shown to create an immunity against the disease. This is how George Washington uh, won the war versus the British. We were just being destroyed by disease, and he advocated for inoculating his troops. And I don't think you made a lot of listeners realize this, but they were losing 10 times more people to disease than they were from bullets or from cancer. And fire. People were not being killed from bayonets. They were killed. They were dying as a result of disease. And so he made the tough call to inoculate the people, which at the time was still an unproven uh, move. And uh, it uh, ended up saving the, the people and, and winning uh, the war, uh, turning the tide and allowing us to beat the British. And so law number 11 from 48 Laws of Power is learn to keep people dependent upon you. Uh, Chuck, can you read the notable quotable from Mr. Robert Greene, the author of this book, before I break it down? Yeah, it says, to maintain your independence, you must always be needed and wanted. The more you are relied on, the more freedom you have. Make people depend on you for their happiness and prosperity, and you have nothing to fear. Never teach them enough so that they can do it without you. Okay, so this is what I have found. Woo! When you have an employee and they work for you and they learn every aspect of your system. So as an example, when I had a company called DJ Connection, I did not have this wisdom the first four years. So I trained the guys to DJ. And then once you were a good DJ, you got to work in the call center. And then once you worked in the call center, you got a chance to become a manager. And once you became a manager, you got a chance to compete with me and screw me over every single time. There wasn't an exception. Every single one of them grew up to compete against me. I'll give you an example. We had a guy, he was a meat carver working at the uh, 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 Gulf Club of Oklahoma carving meat. Wow. One day I said to the meat carver, hey, meet Mr. Meat Carver, um, would you like a different job? Because he said, hey, hey, I'd like to learn about maybe being a DJ someday. Do you do that? So I talked to his boss, Miss Kitty, and I said, would it be okay if I hired this guy? She says, oh, he's too talented to work here carving meat. This is just an entry-level job for him. So I taught him how to DJ. Then he got promoted. He worked on our call center. He signed the non-compete like everybody else. He became a manager. And then one day I'm setting up my DJ equipment at the Crown Plaza setting up the gear with some guys and uh, I was actually there to oversee to, to one of our DJs. I was there to mystery shop him. And in the lobby, I see another guy that looks just like Mr. Kreitzer. 
And so I say to Mr. Kreitzer, Mr. Kreitzer, hello. And he says, oh, hey, man, I'm just filling in for my friend's wedding. They couldn't find a DJ. And I was going to... I'm like, so you're starting your own DJ company? No, I just was DJing for my friend. And so I said to Mr. Keith, Mr. Keith, good to see you here at the Renaissance Hotel. He says, oh, I was just, just DJing for a friend. I said, Mr. Thaddeus, I see a great system you have here. Mr. Thaddeus says, oh, I was just DJing for a friend. Total if, if you're listening and your name is Thaddeus and you know your last name and you know this is you, so this is what happens is people out there who they constantly do this. I have never in my entire life done that kind of thing. I don't do shady moves where I screw over my boss. And you say, but I thought you worked for a DJ before you started DJ Connection. That's right, I did. I worked for Mr. Rob Biggins, and you can call him to verify. I worked for Mr. Rob Biggins, and I realized that my ambition to grow a DJ empire was bigger than his desire to grow this company. And so I said, hey, would you have any objection with me starting my own business? And he said, no, I would just make sure you do not call any of my active clients. And if any of my active clients call you to hire you, if you will turn down the business, that would be the high road. And I said, great. And so we're still friends to this day, but I did not know that. And so I trained so many people that became our competitors, one of which is so super funny because if you type in Tulsa wedding photographers right now, if you type Tulsa wedding photographers, this is hysterical. Um, a guy who used to work in our office actually came up in the map for the longest time. He came up in the map as being, he was a guy who worked in our office and he registered our own office as the home office of his own business. Smart. And he actually came up top in Google and was stealing customers while still working for us. So that's how to vaccinate yourself against the this being used against you. Uh, Chup, have you ever seen it where you've seen somebody who worked for a business that you've ran sneak, kind of sneak in there and all of a sudden, uh, become your number one competitor what i have seen a lot uh, from my personal experience is um trying to train guys up and they just you know you can't get them because we didn't know these systems that i've learned from you and z over these last few years and so we train these guys up and we just never could get them to do what they needed to do to help the business grow and then they would get poached off by somebody else and turn into the exact person that we needed them to be because they're being held accountable. Marshall, as a business coach, you, I'm sure you've never had a client that you've worked with that has ever experienced somebody nefariously competing against their own boss while being employed by their own boss. Well, here's the thing is when you are maybe disengaged with the operations of your business and you are completely hands off, you open yourself up to not knowing what's going on in your business, right? And so even with being engaged with the business, this is going to happen. So one of the things that you can do is identify when employees and have maybe that sneaking suspicion and being suspicious of all times that your employees are going to go out and start something uh, uh, to co directly compete against you. So one of the things in order to inoculate and vaccinate yourself from this particular law of power is you got to know what's going on under your own business's roof. And if you are completely hands off and uh, you're not checking in and you're not meeting with employees, you, you should be. So here is uh, the action steps that you can take. One, install video cameras in all your businesses. Two, put audio recording on all your phone lines. Three, forbid your... Uh, employees to talk directly to clients outside of the company phone lines. 
Only the paranoid survive, is what uh, the founder of Intel would say. The, the, he, the founder of Intel, uh, Andy Grove, says only the paranoid survive. And I've got one more uh, story here for you, but before I do that, people that have screwed me in business, I do forgive them, but I don't forget and I never speak to them again, ever. So that's my, that's my ethic on that. I say, I forgive you. The church has a place for you. I don't. I'm done. Because if you bring them back in, they'll do it again. And I used to let people back in, and they'd screw you a second time. I'm telling you, this happens over and over and over. I'll give you an example. An elephant in the room. We had to let a guy go. He says, I'm gonna, I'm not going to screw you guys over. I'm so sorry. He comes back after he screwed us over the first time. And literally, I did not make the decision to bring the guy back. I literally caught him on camera saying, hey, I'm going to be starting my own thing here soon. I just want to let you know it's just down the street. And it happens over and over. Once a scammer, always a scammer. Do not allow people to take advantage of you. When we come back, it's law number 12. It is a move that is controversial. Stay tuned. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. Get it today at thrivetimeshow.com. Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. It is the five-time show, let your boo begin, where we drop knowledge bombs for you in Portland. Teach the proven systems to make your ends, so you can produce the greenery like all the Oregon. Sue will call you Franklin, cause you got Benjamins. We'll call you Ben Pearl, cause you just bought a Benz, and then you'll be Bragging to your wife and kids that your wallet's overweight, but it used to be thin. Thumbs away, this is play broadcasting with the Zen, with the focus locked in like San Quentin. Can I get a B to the O, O to the M? You've heard the rumors, he is I and I is him. He be the Z and I be the C. Now was teaching business skills from plate to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. Yes, 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 and yes. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. Today we are teaching you, the listeners, how to vaccinate yourself against the 48 Laws of Power. You see, 48 Laws of Power was a book written by the best-selling author Robert Greene, and it distills how many people used shady techniques tactics and strategies to get to a place of power. There's a lot of people that will do whatever it takes to become successful, but I believe to gain the world and to lose your soul is not worth it. So this next law, law number 12, Eric Chupp, when I teach you the the law, the purpose of teaching you the law is for you to be able to keep other people from using this law against you. That's why I'm going to teach you this. Use this as a shield. Use this as a shield, Chupp. You know what? I have to say something, though. What? You you just sound so squeaky clean today on the show. It sounds I do? amazing. Like something's going on. I don't you know. You know what it is, Chup? In my ears. It, it is the classic janitorial guys. Those guys have These been, guys have been cleaning the studios. Oh my gosh. And I'm telling you what, th- th- this is the thing here, Chup. As a man, I have had a rule in my life that's existed for since since birth. But all, yeah. and all men have. It's called the 10-second rule. So what happened is, you know, a guy like Marshall over there could be like eating nachos. Yeah. And if you're alone with yourself, which is how you typically are alone, and you drop a nacho <laughs> on the ground, you could go, I'm going to get up and run to the restroom. So you could run to the restroom, come back, look both ways, whoosh, make sure there's no women present. We're good. And you just pick it up and eat it. Right. Now, a, a, a real a real man, like Eric Chupp here, <laughs> or like myself, we could drop, like Marshall, you could do this to you. You could drop a piece of meat on the ground, you know, and you could go, you could like go to the store. Let it age. You could rent a, you 
have been a movie. Mm. You could come back about seven days later. A little eight. patina, a little patina <laughs> on the top of it. Yeah. I mean, eight is probably too much. But you know what's not going to be dirty is the bottom of that piece of meat. If you have classic. That's true. If you have our good friends at Classic Janitorial. These are fabulous show sponsors. And I'm telling you what, these guys are not only clients who we help them to grow their business. True. But they are actually the janitorial service that we use at the Thrive Time Show World Headquarters now. And I'm telling you what, next time you come to the office, when you go into that bathroom, I, I call it the porcelain palace now. Mm. When you go in there, that porcelain is going to be clean. And I'm telling you what, if you wanted to use the urinal as a water fountain, you probably could. Wait, are we not supposed to do that? Is that <laughs> it's a... that clean. It's that clean. So well, check these guys out at theclassicclean.com. Uh, for new customers, they're offering a free floor cleaning, which includes uh, buffing, carpet shampooing, and the high traffic areas. So uh, 918-671-2046. Again, that's 918-671-2046, theclassicclean.com. I almost feel like their new tagline should be, we we make your urinals so clean you could use them as a water fountain. I I mean, that's re- <laughs> it's pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Law number 12. This is a buyer beware. Okay, oh This gosh. is a law I'm teaching you so that you won't have it used against you. It's a dirty move. You need to take a shower and read the Bible after hearing this law. I like the wording of it, too. So here, here we go. Use selective honesty <laughs> and, and no, it's, use selective honesty and generosity to disarm your victim. Ooh. So here is how this law is used all the time. Example number one. There's a guy by the name of Kevin Trudeau who was convicted of larceny and credit card fraud and a variety of other issues. Okay, He's currently in federal prison, but his commercials are still running. That's True story. Here. That's more top of mind. <laughs> <laughs> so he wrote a book called The Weight Loss Cure. They don't want you to know. Now, he agreed he had to pay a $500,000 fine. He had to, had to cease marketing all of the products except his books. Because under the First Amendment, you can say whatever you want to say. Check that out. So you can say whatever you want to say. He just can't sell the products. So the guy was selling millions of dollars of books, and the books told you to buy these products. So then he just started recommending other products and got kickbacks on those products. Wow. But the thing was, he used real scientific data to show the problem, and then completely made up data to show a solution. Have you ever met somebody, Eric Chupp, who is a member of a pyramid scheme <laughs> who is selling a product that's not real, but yet they state scientific data that's real to prove the problem, and then they say, well, independent research in Europe has shown right. that this could be the cure-all. Have you, ever, have you ever seen that move? Yeah, they'll say something like Charles Hopkins University, like a mixture between like Brown or you know John Brown or Hopkins, whatever. They'll, they'll like try to make it sound like it's something. And then they'll usually kind of switch to, as soon as you say, well, yeah, so tell me more about that. They'll be like, well, we're less of a product-based company. More of, it's more of you know about, about signing people up and whatever. So yeah, I've definitely heard I'm, that. I'm working on a book. It's called Smoke Your Way to Thin. And uh, I'm thinking about marketing that. Right, and you could you go to the First Amendment. You could say what <laughs> you want to say. say. I could say that. Now, okay, so here here is the this is an example of another example of this law of this being used. A guy by the last name Baker, you know his name. You know his. I hate to say it because again, I'm a Christian, and I would hate to ever point out when you have a person who puts himself out there to be a pastor screwing people. But this is the Jim Baker show. Okay, so Jim Baker, this is what he does. This is this is great. Jim Baker decides to go out there and to commit. A lot of 
fraud. <laughs> 45, 15 counts of wire fraud, okay? Then he goes out there and he continues to basically convince people to give money to his church, and he uses all of the money for things not related to the church, okay? So he ends up getting busted, taking an insane amount of money. So they, they move him to a minimum security federal prison. He goes to jail, all right? So he gets paroled in July of 1994, and after serving almost five years of his sentence, his son Jay spearheads a letter-writing campaign to the parole board advocating him to be let out because, look, he's, he needs to be let out. He needs to be let out because he's, I mean, really, is he a danger to humanity? I mean, I know he's frauded many old ladies out of their money. I know he's taken money and used it all for personal gain and not to help others, but really, he's not a danger to people. Right, he's just hurting their hearts, not their yeah their bodies. Yeah. you know I'm sure that doesn't bother. Yeah. So anyway, what he does, he gets out now. So he's got this thing called the Jim Baker Show, and what he does is he advocates that the end of the world is going to happen. And each year, have you guys seen this guy on TV? Each year he advocates that this is the year of Armageddon, and he gives you historical proof, selective honesty, selective facts. Right. And he'll say, like, here's an example. He'll say, in 2010. We had more hurricanes than in any other year ever. Something like that. And you're going, wow. Then you think back and you go, Marshall, how did they track hurricanes back in like 1602? First mm. off, who was they? Right. Mm. Second, <laughs> if there was a hurricane in the Philippines, how would they know? Mm. Because there was no universal place that tracked all of the weather patterns in on the earth. Furthermore... Furthermore, if you were like in, uh, I don't know, the 1500s, 1600s, 1700s, any other time period, you, they didn't track it like we do now. Did you know that? There's a lot of people who didn't even know how long the I year, mean, the year was did, back in the day. They did have carrier pigeon technology. If I lived in Montana in like the year 1507, it wouldn't be Montana. Nope. And I wouldn't thing. have known what year it was. Back in the day, a lot of people didn't even know what day it was because they didn't track it. They didn't care. They're sun's like, up, sun's down. You know, so it's like my dad was born at some age. Or he died at some age. I don't <laughs> even know what day it is. Who cares? Because we're in Montana before it's Montana. But he takes that selective honesty and he uses it to get you to... So again, beware. And this is this is my final example I want to give you. And this is a, a, my, one of my favorites because it's, it happened about three years ago from someone who is not a dear friend, but they were posing as a dear friend. And this is what they said. Boop, 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 boop. Clay, hey, man, I just wanted to talk to you, man. I, I've been praying about you. Now, right there, that's where I first get a little crazy. Red flag. But I said, okay, let's meet. We meet. He says, here's the deal. Are you, are you aware that uh, most disease and chronic weight gain is caused by, and he states real facts, and he shows real facts. It's cited, and I'm going, this is great. And he says, this is what he says. He goes, now, I have worked on a product. I'm actually on the ground level of a product. It's on the ground floor right now, and uh, it's... It's been shown independently. There's research uh, research been being done right now in Sweden, Switzerland. It's, it's over Europe is way ahead of where we're at now. And they're showing that this new berry that you can only get in Alaska, these bottles, if you drink this stuff, it'll absolutely uh, help you. And the founder of the company is like a billionaire. Mm. To which I said, so he's like a billionaire? So he's like one. Is he a billionaire? And he says, well, absolutely. I said, what's his name? He says, I don't really know his name um, I said, okay, so, you get, so there's a billionaire who's not listed on the Forbes list of billionaires, and you don't know his name. He goes, no, he made his money all through like Exxon, 
And I said, that's great, because I've read all the books. So what, 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 what is his name? And I can, I can go find him. Right. He says, no, I, you're, 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 what you're doing is you're majoring on the minors here. you got to focus on the opportunity. To which I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. get out of <laughs> my house. Never spoken to the guy since then. So be aware of people using selective honesty against you. Stay tuned, Laws of Power.